0: Solwete, Discipoli, and all of my etymologizers out there. I want to start, a, uh, you know, introducing the crowd that listens to my podcast, all of which, according to my analytics, say 15 people, which could be an overestimation, but you know what? That's okay. Um, you know what? My etymologizers, my Omnes, my Discipoli, welcome again to another episode of Latin Laymans, the Rhetoric Revolution, of which. I give you the ability to command your own language and look at the words that you've been using on a day-to-day basis and look at it in a different, more critical way rather than just using it and not thinking about the fact that you use these words every day within your vocabulary, within every conversation that you have, whatever internal dialogue that you have with whatever you are reading. You know, sometimes I'm just reading along and I come across a word that I'm not quite sure, but then I I start to etymologize said word. I start to break it down into the parts of which I am familiar with. The prefix, for instance, or maybe I'll refer to the suffix because the suffix can give a lot of the information of the word. Or maybe I'm at a loss and I got to employ almighty Google because, you know what, sometimes we got to do that. And luckily we live in an age where we can do that pretty easily but um let's go ahead let's get on into a few words here where i'm going to take the root word either greek and or latin um and we're going to go into all the derivations and cognates that are associated with said word so if you're interested you want to join come along with me let's do some good etymologizing let's get do some good understanding of language and let's get woke let's get smart let's um Let's make this more readily available to the masses, y'all. Let's do this. Let's get it. Come on. All right. So with that being said, the only way that we can really do that is if we can have that algorithm uh, work ever in my favor, a.k.a. you guys got to do just a little bit of work. The little bit of work is either go to Spotify, you know, do a little thumb work out there, you know, on your phony phone. Click on Spotify with your thumb. Maybe you want to, you know you want to add some variation then you use your index finger or maybe your middle finger or maybe you switch your hand and you go into spotify and you just start swiping around maybe you got to use your thumb and a couple other fingers to type in l-a-t-i-n space i-n space l-a-y-m-a-n ticky mark s and there you go yeah then again search with that thumb because probably you're going to search with the thumb i don't know Maybe you want to use your nose. Bring your nose to your uh, phone and you uh, search with your nose. I've done that before. Um, I'm giving you a play-by-play step here, guys. It's You know what? You, you can't make it much easier than this. After that, you scroll up to the very top where you see a star. It's going to say a certain amount of stars that I already have. Um, let's get it up to five stars because right now it's only at 4.4, which means that I could be doing better, and I know that I can be, but... Maybe there are some people that actually just gave me uh, some nasty reviews because they don't like me, which can also be the case. So do that for me. You can't really leave a review, but if you want to say something to me, you can either email me at liamconnerly at gmail.com or you can um, go to Apple Podcasts and scroll all the way down to the bottom. In this case, it's kind of the opposite of Spotify where you type in L-A-T-I-N space, I-N space L-A-Y-M-A-N comma, or rather ticky mark, AKA apostrophe S Latin and layman's. Then you click on, uh, that bookshelf kind of thing. You got to scroll all the way down to the bottom, actually, instead of the top. And that's where you see the reviews. That's where you can leave a review, a certain storage as well as, um, something you want to say to me, whether you want to call me a poopy butthole or you want to say, Hey, thanks, Mr. Connolly. Thank you, Liam. Thank you. However you want to refer to me as, um, for giving me this knowledge because, uh, you're really benevolent because I just do this because I want everybody to understand that Latin is this unsung hero as well as language in general. And I just, you know what? Everybody's going to learn about this at some point or another. It's either going to hit them right in the face like a freight train, or um, you're going to pick up on it and get ahead of the curve w- before you're stuck in the middle of a date, and you use the improper uh, proper uh, word for uh, something that you were referring to, and you sound like a total dummy, right? Intelligence is key. And as my mom beautifully has said and ingrained in my head, looks fade but dumb is forever, okay? So yes, you do want to be attracted to the person that you will eventually love for the rest of your life if that's the way that you think about love and relationships and, you know, all that good stuff. Either way, you're going to want to be able to have intelligent conversation with them. You're going to want to be able to grow with that person. And if you only really are attracted to them, to the vanity that they show exteriorly that's going to go but what you invest in within your mind the logical reasoning your capabilities um, it empowers you as a person it makes you more hyper independent um, which is both a good and bad thing Uh, but i think we all could use some independency because that gives us some self-autonomy and when we can do things by ourselves and then look back on it and then re- reflect on the fact that we did it by ourselves, not knowing that we could even do it in the first place, but just decided to give it a shot. That's how we build confidence. So that's that's where we kind of gain that momentum and we tell ourselves, you know what, I can do this I can keep on doing this. We all have those aptitudes. Sometimes we don't need the confidence to build because we already have an aptitude in some sort of subject and or realm in our lives, whether you're maybe an athlete or a mathematician or whatever, maybe you, you don't have to build that confidence, but maybe you're somebody like my mom, for instance, who is extremely terrified by math and, you know, essentially, if you already are deeming yourselves and already kind of, you know, reducing it to the fact that you are bad at math, you will always be bad at math and you've just kind of resorted to saying as such. that's done. Um, you limit yourself so much because I know my mom can do it because I've seen my mom do it because she owns and manages her own billing service for my dad, who's a chiropractor. Okay. So hello, look at my mom. She said that the only thing that she liked was geometry because geometry made sense. And there was a lot of, um, you know, angles and shapes and stuff like that geo is actually going to be the first root word that we're going to get into today so geometry will be a word that i'll talk about and break break down but yeah if my mom can do it if i can do the things that i didn't think that i could do before if you can reflect on the things that you didn't think that you could do before but now you can do be proud of yourself and realize that we all start from somewhere and we are all at amateurs at one point and it's all about accepting that you're an amateur and that, you know what, you just got to build from there. It reminds me of my maladaptive perfectionist mentality when I was so ingrained in golf. And it was such a part of my life for so long. I hit balls with a couple of my buddies yesterday, so it's top of mind. But um, I had this very maladaptive perfectionist mentality where I had always expected that I needed to be perfect every single time I went out to the golf course every single time. And, uh, like talk about something where golf is such a beautiful thing, not because, you know, man, I did get a lot of flack playing golf as a kid. Excuse me. I really did. Um, because it's an old man sport and blah, 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 and this and that and whatnot. But really, man, the golf, the game of golf is that six inch, as they say, I can't remember. I think maybe Tom, Tom Watson said it. The game, of six inches between your left and right ears, essentially, it really is, man, because at the end of the day, this is where I really understood. I didn't understand it as a kid, but now reflecting upon it, and I understand the value of confidence because golf was such a confident ridden sport. If you get confident, if you know you're going to make the putt, if you know that you're going to perform the shot, you do it. And it's just automatic. Whereas if you continue to lip out on a putt, that that ball becomes larger or that cup becomes smaller and smaller. If you've re if you've seen in past tournaments, yeah, Tiger used to be reigning supreme dude, but he also could get on these um, stretches where he would just be automatic in missing putts. And you would almost assume that he would miss a, a putt from a certain amount of length let's say like 10 yards he would just it would be automatic because tiger himself started to lose the confidence that he could make those putts from that certain uh yardage so then you start to ingrain that that becomes a little bit more difficult and every single time you're put into that situation and the and each time you fail in that situation your confidence starts to get sucked away but then you can start to you know kind of it again by making a putt or, you know, changing that trajectory. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say right now and through this 10-minute spiel that uh, is a good spiel, I promise you, um, is that it's all about confidence, y'all. And it's all about expecting that you are going to be bad at one point, but accepting that, embracing it and being okay and saying, you know what, this is a journey for me to become better, to become an amateur to a novice to an intermediate it's almost like a video game you guys you guys I'm sure you guys play video games I've really tried to be you know delegating time to just doing mindless things like that since I'm such a type a personality dude um and I do sometimes but I know some of y'all you love video games think about every single endeavor in your life is like a video game and it's all about leveling up you know you you level up Each time you take on a challenge and you succeed through that challenge, you beat that boss fight and you move on to the next level of the game. So that's what it's all about, y'all. Let's just continue to level up because that's what life is all about. There isn't really, well, you know what? You just need a direction and you need a purpose in your life. And maybe your purpose is, is just improving upon yourself in any way, shape, or form that you can. And let's just do it. And if you are thinking about another language and or understanding the language in which you speak more so then let's just do this. Stick with me. All right. Well, you know, I don't know why I got into that tangent, but I did and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope that it helped bring some impetus to listen on if you have been putting off something like this. So, First one we got here, my Greek word, our root word, geo, geo meaning earth. This is where we get the word geography, geometry, um, geologist, all that good stuff. So let's get on into it. Geography, our first one, graphos, graph meaning write and or draw. So geography is just the drawing, drawing of the earth, aka making maps and writing about it. Cartographers are the ones that make the charts. Cart refers to chart and or map. So a cartographer is the one that makes and draws the maps of the earth in which geography is then relayed. Geographer is one who makes the maps and writes about the earth of which geography is the study and or writing of what a geographer does. Moving on, geology is now geo, again, earth, logos, refers to word and or study. So if you're a geologist or if you study geology, you study The earth and its formations and the geologist is one who studies the formations of the earth's crusts all the rocks the minerals the oils the strata all that good stuff geometry however is geo earth metry meaning metron in greek which is measure so geometry is um, a branch of study on ways to measure measure the earth That's what it means. That's where it came from. And finally, I have kind of a little bit of a a meme, if you will. The name George, geo, geo meaning earth. And then ergon actually means work or to work. So George actually is, um, is one who works the earth. So if your name is George, that's the origin of your name. You're essentially a farmer. Not everyone who is named George as a farmer these days, but that's actually what the m- name really means. Agriculture has always been a very highly respected profession since it was by working of the earth and raising the crops that all the civilizations had lived uh, on since they had progressed uh, past their hunter-gatherer stage. Of course, we don't utilize agriculture as much since the Industrial Revolution, but still, farmers a.k.a. our Georges of the world, have been holding us upright uh, and keeping us sustained and uh, satiated as well. So thank you all. You guys rock. In fact, um, the Greek poet and farmer Hesiod, or Hesiod, I've never actually looked into how to pronounce it, uh, which I uh, BC like around five hundred to seven hundred, I think, in his works and days. Um, and the Roman po- poet Virgil, in his Georgics, aka George Ix, cel- celebrated all the life of a farmer. Um, so uh, both uh, the works and days by Hesiod and Virgil's Georgics. So celebrated the farmer. I've translated a lot of the Georgics, and uh, it really is. It's a. It's a good. It's funny. It's cool. Geometry, however, we'll get into that one a little bit more. The ancient Greeks were interested in the size of the, the size of the Earth, and we, and they, we human beings essentially invented ways to measure it. One man, Aristophanes, um, thought the world was round, not flat, and accurately measured that the circumference. Of the Earth, way back in BC time, this was around 200 BC, where he figured out roughly what the circumference of the Earth was. He read that um, um, a post cast uh, no shadow on um, June 21st in uh, somewhere in Egypt. And uh, that post in Alexandria did cast a, sh- a shadow on the same day. So that gave him the um, the impetus to then take uh, basically those figures and understand uh, because it was like, uh, I don't know, it, it was like 800 kilometers or so in between the two um, uh, posts the one that didn't cast the shadow versus the one that did cast the shadow on the same day. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but I was talking to my brother about it just a little bit over, um, when we saw each other Geocentrism or centrism geo meaning earth centros or Kentros means center geocentrism is the theory that the earth is the center of the universe. We kind of moved past that. Um and yeah, I don't really have much else. So let's go ahead. I'll leave it there. Sorry for the little brain fart. I was just thinking if I had another word, but I don't. So we'll move on. Now, in the same vein that I've been doing before, let's go ahead and look at the Latin equivalent of geo, aka terra, terra, like terrain. Terra means earth and or land in Latin. This is where we get the term territory, a land under control of a government or an owner. That's what a territory is. A terrace. This is where we get terrace, which is a raised platform of earth. Um, that's the definition of a terra terrace. Rather, terracotta. However, terra meaning earth and cotta comes from coquo or coctum, co- uh, which means to cook. So, a terracotta is actually cooked earth. And uh, what is it? It's a fired clay pot, pottery um, thing and or tiles. You know, it's uh, got this red hue to it uh, that is very, very reminiscent of like Southwestern style architecture and stuff like that. Terrarium, ter- terra meaning earth. And that EM just is an enveloping of. You remember like the tissue that I talked about, like a pericardium. Um, or a myocardium EM. It's just basically enveloping whatever the terra is. So what's a terrarium? It's a garden in a small glass container. They're actually really cute. I like them a lot whenever I see them. Terrestrial, however, is pertaining to the earth, and that's really what it just means, terrestrial. When, on the other hand, something like ET, phone, home, extraterrestrial, extra meaning outside of the terra, terrestrial, pertaining to the earth. Well, if you're extraterrestrial and terrestrial refers to pertaining to the earth and it's outside of the earth, then, well, you're probably an alien because you're outside the earth's atmosphere and or pertaining to what the earth is. And that is extra. Terrier actually is another word. A, a terrier is a small dog which hunts for burrowing game. That's why we call them terriers. Um, so... Yes, they have uh, etymology pertaining to terra, which means land. And then, last one, the Mediterranean Sea. Medius, in fact, means middle, like medial, remember? Towards the midline of the body. The Mediterranean is the sea in the middle of the land, right? Because it is, it's in fact surrounded basically all around, except for that Strait of Gibraltar, where it opens up into our Atlantic Ocean. there's a little ge- geographical lesson for y'all. Yep, it is basically uh, s- some sea surrounded about land. It's in the middle of the earth. So, other than that, I actually have a, another a little meme of a one. Inter, actually. Inter means in between, really. It's a preposition. But it also, if broken down, it can mean in, which means into. And then tear is a derivation and a truncated version of terra, which means earth. So inter could mean to put into the earth and or bury. So when you in inter into something, I-N-T-E-R, you um, you bury it, which means, um, yeah, that's it. And then terrain is... Like I said before, attractive land considered uh, for its features such as hills, ravines, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, So there you go with all of those wordy words. I'm trying to think if we have any other terracotta, terrestrial, um, terrarium. um, Maybe you guys can think of some. Either way. I'm going to wrap it up there. Those are going to be the two words I'm going to go over for today, um, as well as my um, huge old commercial break I did for you guys at that beginning there. So hopefully you all appreciated it. And if you didn't, um, you'll be okay. Just another reminder to go ahead and show me some love if you got this far, in which case I appreciate you ever so much. To go ahead and go check out uh, s- uh, how to show me some love and some support on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and or wherever you catch me. Just, you know, love some support. Show me that I'm making a uh, or, you know, you know what? You don't have to show me because I'm still going to do this out of way because I still am. But you know what? Bonuses are always nice. And bonus in Latin means good. So a bonus would be good. Tempest is to scare right, y'all.